Hi, my name is TB, and this is the pilot episode of Dancing in the Dumpster. Today we're talking with the best Legion player in Sweden, I think. here now because yes. I've been playing Go some Veil 2 mm? and she can still kill people. Big surprise. Yes. <laughs> I, I've saw, I've seen your comments concerning this on the Sid forums. Those yes. were my, my, my personal favorites. <laughs> I don't know. I think I pissed some people off. Yeah, I mean, you, you raised some relevant points in a very direct, no-nonsense kind of way. And I don't know. I, I mean, I agree with you. I, I think you, you, I think you were right in. Hmm? But to never reach mind, the never opponents. Mind. Interacting on Sid forums is perhaps a discussion for another time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so anyway, the list was all right, but it wasn't anything mm-hmm. special, so, so, and I don't really know. I don't remember exactly what was in the list, to be perfectly honest. So it was two Ravagors, a Seraph, mm-hmm. a Nephilim mm-hmm. Wolfroar, Mm-hmm. As the beast. Why the seraph in there? Is it just for the flare or? It fits in the point, and it flare is good on the assassination run, but mm-hmm. and uh, the two extra inches on threat on her is nice. It's always nice to have two inches of extra threat. Yeah, sure. Ravagors mm-hmm. as well can do things, and it's a yep. good animus to get for free. And then I have two units of war spears, which, mm-hmm. to tell the truth, they didn't do much at all. Now, so... my experience with war spears, but this is back from MK2, is that they need some kind of damage buff to really push them above and beyond. I mean, they, they start doing a lot of work when you can provide them with some buff, but just war spears in vacuum is PS13, PS15 with prey. Yeah, so if you pray right, the right yeah. thing, then they can start doing things, but mm. the opponent can play around that and run away yeah, with absolutely. the prey unit. Yeah, and absolutely. Then Absolutely. All of a sudden you mm. have 40 points of units that don't do much. Yep. So they should probably become like... I was thinking if the two Revocors should become Flightbringer, but... Mm. I, yeah, I mean, know. it's... it's I, I, it, it is what it is. Yeah. But, but it, you're playing it in Primal Terrors, I assume. Yeah. So, so you get some Hellmouths in there for free as well? Or is yes. It, because you had Hellmouths, if I remember your reports correctly. Yes. That's sort of a, a thing in the list. <laughs> so the list in itself, it only does one thing, and it's... It, it is. It runs a tentacle to the back of your caster, and then Veil kills your caster. The game plan is simple, but the opponent can't really play around it because mm, you no, pop I, up yeah. a tentacle wherever you run mm. to wherever, and then Veil threatens the whole board after she's moved up the first turn. Mm. So as long as the opponent doesn't kill box himself or creates a 360 ring around his caster with models that I can't mm-hmm. kill somehow with all the shooting power. Mm-hmm. Um, so but what, what is the benefit from the Sid to the list? Because I mean, I was, and I know you've been playing something similar, I mean, for quite some time. And I was playing around with Whale uh, 2 in the beginning of MK3 as well with Hellmouths and doing sort of similar stuff. And I never really got it to, it never felt like a super solid plan. There was always like a house in the wrong part of the board that blocked off the assassination run or the, the caster was too tanky. I mean, you, there's no yeah. way that you're killing somebody like Karchev, for example. I mean, you can just forget about it or... Yeah. 
that you don't drop this into Kasha. That so the big things that have changed now since when I've played this style of list before mm. B2C mm. is that you have two exchanges of deployment. Yeah. Mm. That big for that's, like a, that's a thing where you are, mm. and then you have a leash now so you get a reroll which ups the damage on her assassination run significantly what is the correct play to do there do you reroll to hit the icy grip or do you keep do you accept missing the icy grip or i guess it depends on the defensive stats of the, of the caster stats, but yeah. often you accept the miss on the icy grip and just mm. let it go so what is roughly the cutoff value in terms of hitting so if you're if you're going for if you need five to hit, then I guess you accept the miss on the on the icy grip. But when you approach sixes, sevens to hit, I guess you yeah. So sixes is like the breaking point for when you should boost stuff, mm-hmm. which makes it all a lot harder. But I think it's still correct to just let it go more or less always. I haven't done okay. I haven't done enough math on it yet Mm. i have been too lazy to run all the simulations but you kill kane through camp half the time in the front so that's is that assuming flare or just no just just veil on her own veil on her own with one reroll so you need the canes the haley's the the negras Mm. all of those are very prime targets if they don't camp for or more. So then it pushes you up to sort of a 50-50 with, with the reroll. What are the odds without the reroll? I guess you've uh, done the math. 33%. Then, like, okay, so, you, so it's by, by 20 percentage units. That's a huge swing from just uh, a reroll. 17, but yes, it's Fudge. a huge... One reroll does so much. Apparently so. I need to, to start considering rerolls more. Yeah, okay. No, I mean, I realize that it's good, but I never really thought about it as being that good. Fudge, yeah. man. It's just that you hit all your spells more or less because of you reroll the miss and then you generally hit that. But, but so wait, it it's, it's uh, so like they are defense 15, right? Something yeah. like this. So, so you're looking at sevens to hit, so that's a 56 percenter. On sevens, you boost it. Okay, yeah, and then you push it up to, yeah, I don't know the, the numbers off the top of my head, but okay. Yeah, but, um, cool. If you roll low on a damage roll, you re-roll it and you... Mm-hmm. It's... Sweet. Yeah. So, so what There's are the... a lot of simulations in there to do that. So, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. The issues in the list... This is a... Uh, so, so sorry, but but I get uh, I get stuck on, on the math there. But but what what software do you use for the simulations? I, I never bothered to do the math myself. I always try to look up various tables where other people have done this. But is it easy to do, or is it's it something just which is programming in MATLAB? Aha! Uh-huh, damn it. <laughs> My MATLAB knowledge is a bit rusty. I think I took a course in it like 10 yeah. years ago, but <laughs> I you haven't can do it the same thing in more or less any programming language. But it requires programming. It's not a trivial thing to set up in like Excel or something like this, right? It's. I don't think I can put it up in... It's like ah, Excel never. isn't uh, fast enough that you can run like 10,000 trials, so it's not okay. something. But yeah, or you can... Mm-hmm. Just use Odds Machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when was Odds Machine like this super... I mean, because it, it was for a while, it was all over the place. It, I think it was an iron moot. Was it last yeah. year? No. Was it yeah. 2016 or 17? 17. Where people were iron mooting or, or, or not iron mooting. They were they were Odds Machining pretty much yes. everything. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love That it. was 17. <laughs> that uh, was an awesome year. I don't remember who it was, but someone was like... Oh, you won just because you had a 25%er and it hit. Yeah, no, I won 
no matter what. That's <laughs> 25% of just meant the game was over. Because it's the odds is deceptive. Especially with Vale, because she can go in, do her thing, and then wait. Because you can't reach yeah, exactly. her. You, 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 you can rinse and repeat very often, right? I mean, that's yeah. the thing. I mean, you can... you can. I, I know that you're a big fan of... You just do some stray damage early on. And that's such a such a huge enabler for the assassination run at the end of the day, right? Yeah. And I, and I, I really dislike that because it feels like I've wasted a high-quality attack for, for no purpose. But it's really... You just have to sacrifice that Ravagor shot or, or that... Not the obliteration anymore. What's the what's the name of her? Is yeah, the name yeah. of the big one. Shaston is the name of the small mm. one. So you just have to waste relatively high quality attacks for, for no apparent sort of immediate gain. But it's just such an enabler later on. Well, the gain is that the opponent has to heal his caster with his focus yeah. instead of doing yeah. anything. And it's very easy to play against Haley if all she does every turn is heal. Yeah, Haley 2 was fun, but Haley 3 is to me more tricky yeah. with Veil 2. Or it was, I mean, I haven't played her nearly as much as you, so I, but in my experience, Haley 3 was significantly more difficult. Haley 3 is significantly more de- difficult, but she started running Gravediggers now, and it, you don't play that. Gravediggers is just not. Trenchers is not what you want to bring against Lee. Not sure. Okay, well, if you say so. Um, without... Isn't that like the, the classic? I mean, Vedding played that or very sort of a Gravedigger style list before Gravediggers existed, right? I mean, he broke yeah. team to, to. Yeah. And I thought that was pretty disgusting, to be perfectly it honest. It was good, but if you go Gravediggers, you lose Arcane Shield, the three extra hitboxes, that, and the ghosts all of a sudden they are killable if you don't have mm. Arcane Shield. So I don't know. When I mm. play against it it hasn't been the best players either so i don't know mm. we'll see we'll all see forever no, i mean all the all the pro signal players i mean they're playing nemo 3 right at the moment that's uh, uh... yeah but let's not go there <laughs> let's not i don't <laughs> want to talk about nemo 3 <laughs> i think my my softometer can't handle that <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. No, I mean, I, I think one of the highlights of the Legion Sid has been all the Nemo 3 hate that has been coming sort of coming through as well in the posts. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure whether this was by accident or not, but Hugo is a relatively active person on Twitter and he doesn't mind sort of spewing out some signal hate from now every now and then. And I think he made a post, I don't remember exactly what it was or exactly how he phrased it, but I mean, it was something along the lines of PP having to fix that bullshit, which is Nemo 3 right now. Uh, or, I mean, it's toxic for the game. It's just stupid. And uh, Will Pagani actually liked that post. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> not, sure. <laughs> not sure if it was by accident or if that actually, if we should read too much into that. We should probably not read anything into that, but at the same time, it's hope. Yes, but there's hope. Hope is good. Yes, yes. We like hope. <laughs> yes, well, we're Legion players, so... Hope is all I mean, we it's, got. It's, yes. I mean, there's always, there's, uh, there's always next year, right? Yes, there's always next year. It's, it's that feeling you get when you reach the Invitational and you face Haley too, and it's like, oh, well, there's always next year. But now they've moved uh, her, so... Well, yeah, yeah, there you go. There's always next year. And now next There's year is coming. There's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> now at least we don't have to worry about Haley 2 anymore. Anyway, yes, sorry, uh, the list. Uh, and then I'm pairing this 
with mm-hmm. the, but you, um, you started saying what the weaknesses you said the weaknesses of okay. the list are and then I, I i sidetracked you with my question about odds okay so the weaknesses of the list is that it doesn't hit hard there's calm i don't know one of the games i was up against uh, a callous two brick mm-hmm. and i figured out that i can't kill a two mouth. words you don't expect to hear in one sort of right next to each other a callous two Brick. Uh, Callus one brick, sorry. Okay. Not Callus two. Yeah, yeah, Callus that, one. Brick. Well, I mean. So, <laughs> uh, arm twenty two helmets. That uh, is freaking hilarious. But wait, why do they reach arm twenty two? It's eighteen, twenty with the blight bringer, and then unyielding. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I could not kill that. How fifteen it's... minus five? So two ravager shots take out the helmet. Uh, on average. Minus one die. Minus one die. Oh, sorry. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Yeah. No, you. Uh, no, you're you not killing that. You're not killing that. Six shots in average to kill it. I think. Yeah. No. No. It's a true statement. You do not kill that thing. So yeah. And I mm. realized I can't kill kill mm. like a brick or anything. So mm. I need a brick beater as my secondary list. And yep. you know, I have a brick beater as my secondary list because I always play Absalonia too. Would, would that ch- and that doesn't change now with the post Sid? It's still uh, Abby too. Yes. Ravagors went down three points in cost. Yes. Yes, poor Carnivians. <laughs> so I've been trying to play around with the Abbey list and like what to do mm. and how to... Mm. Right now I have two different versions that I'm playing. Mm. So the first one is five Ravagors. Yeah, that's a reasonable number. A Naga, a Seraph, then one Shepherd, two Free Forsaken, and a free Blighted Nice Sorceress mm. and Hellion. Mm. The... But no, so there's no Proteus and no Scythian. No Proteus, no Scythian, nothing. Just five Ravagors. Mm. We're going to shoot you in the face. You're going to be forced to come into us. Then we're going to kill you. So you're generating, on average, with five Ravagors, you're generating minimum of 10 Fury per turn. Abby can take... You're you're running hot, right? Oh, yes. Very hot. But they can... When you have five Ravagor shots, you're like okay with missing a couple yeah okay yeah but that's true i mean it, it's but um, i mean the the usual approach is i mean boost hit boost damage boost hit boost damage i mean it's yeah and the forsakens can handle two of them and then abby has to handle the other three and that doesn't really work out, work out unless no. unless you accept uh, misses every now and then i guess yeah so like <clears> the seraph can if the seraph if you Usually you trade a Seraph when you go in, because like the Seraph goes up, it flares something, and then all the Ravagors don't need to Bring it down. It. Yeah. And then mm. you've traded one heavy against one heavy, and then Absalonia mm. can go in and do her thing. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, I like um, it. It's a stupid list, but definitely. You always start there, right? You go full yeah. retard, and then you sort of you modify from there. I have a similar similarly themed list in mind now posts it. Mm. Okay. And then the other list, so to say, is uh, dropping three of the Ravagors for two Carnivians. And then you get mm-hmm. in Ice Witches and some solo of some kind, if you want. Mm-hmm. Or Black Frost Shard I've tried, mm-hmm. and some other options there. And there's like those. But you still get three free solos in that list. Yes. Yes. The other list is up a couple points, and this list is exactly 90 points. Mm. That's why it's two Ravagors, two Carnivians. Yeah, I know. I mean, you like Carnivians with Abby, and I played against a Norwegian WTC player yeah. uh, with Abby too, and he was also fielding Carnivians. And to me, it's a bit surprising. I think they're still, I mean, even post it, I think they're over, I mean, 
probably even more now post it. I mean, relative to the other Carnivian chassis, it, it feels overcosted. I, I don't see what it brings to the table, to be perfectly honest, to warrant the higher cost. Well, it hits harder. It hits significantly harder. Yeah, okay, compared to a Revagor, yes, but compared to like a Swithian instead? Yeah, it's, it's one it's... extra POW and the Assault Spray. Which is now Wrath 5, mind blown. Oh yeah, <laughs> super cool. <laughs> I thought that was one of the few constants in life. Cornelians are rat for. God, not damn. anymore. The kids these days that pick up Legion post Sid. I mean, they won't know what's hit them. No. Okay. No, cool. But yeah, I don't know. I've tried the five Revagor version so far, but this mm-hmm. is the version I think I'm gonna play in mm-hmm. the future. Mm-hmm. A realistic so, I mean, spi- version. Yeah, uh, uh, Spiny Growth is actually. I mean. Uh, it's also really good for Abby herself, right? I mean, yeah. uh, because Abby too, you want to keep her up front and then Spiny Growth is actually a thing. And you don't want to camp too much with her because the army runs so hot. So the <laughs> yes. Spiny Growth is good. A mm. good way to lose fury without losing security. Mm. Um, but the Carnivian list doesn't run as hot, does it? Because well, I mean, the you Carnivian is Spiny and... as well, so they, they often yeah, I mean, trample okay, so, but, on Spiny. But, yeah, exactly. But trample is also for free, right? Yes. Abby, or is it just charges and running? No, no it's, it's also everything. Trample. Mm. So it is running a bit hot. Not super hot, but still a bit hot. Mm. And yeah. And those are like the two, the list pairing I'm thinking of right now. Because I don't think. I've been trying to think about Lilith 3 and mm-hmm. what she does, or Lilith 2, but I don't think... I don't think so, still. I don't think the cheaper Ravagor is enough of a swing no. upwards for them. No, I, I agree. I mean, that, and that would replace Bale 2, right, in the yeah. pairing, and it's... No, I, I agree. I've also tried to to come up with some, some reasonable Lilith 2 lists, but it's... Uh, no, I, I'm not feeling it. I, I could be completely wrong, but uh, I'm still not feeling it. And I mean, the Abbey, the, or sorry, the, the Lilith 3 list, I really like the one that I think, at least as far as I know, it was first played by, by Tom with the three angels and uh, sort of the really fast. Yeah, that uh, really list fast is list. not a thing anymore. No, exactly. And so you would have to rebuild it completely from scratch, yeah, I would now think. It's like, I think the best build with her now is the five Ravagors. And you just pump out that damage mm-hmm. while they stand in. Mm-hmm. But but I'm not sure what you play it against. Well, Signar, hopefully. That's... Yeah, in a post-Nemo 3 world, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you... Not every Signar player will play Nemo 3. <laughs> no, but, I mean... That's just, I mean, if you want to big win a, a major tournament or any sort of tournament of significance these days, at least in my neck of the woods, it seems, you will face Nemo 3 at some point. Veil 2 doesn't bring down Nemo 3 either, so... No, no, so, so maybe we should just ignore the, the existence There's of no way to build a list against Nemo 3 for us that I can no. see, that I can no. realistically do. No. So, so what are the sort of the... Do you handle... Let's see here. What have I been playing against recently that I find annoying? I find Mercs quite difficult at the moment. And I've been playing... I mean, Osroom is still a thing. Osroom is always uh, a thing. I really don't like... I was playing against a... No, I played against McBain most recently. But I know that Hugo has been talking about a Magnus list that seems really strong at the moment. Where you're basically just running forward with five nomads... They're 17 inches up the board and you can't advance towards them and everything is just terrible. But I guess, no, Abby would actually handle that quite well. I yeah. Would because you out-threaten, you can actually charge from outside of his feet. 
And if he plays really aggressively, you just shoot him in the face with Ravagors. Yes. So you um, would actually handle that quite well with Abby. Yes. It's very... Oh, you want to threaten 10 inches with those guys? Mm. Well... Mm. Uh... Mm. No, so you handle that really well. What else? I mean, then there's... So I don't know what Crixus is bringing these days. I have no idea what Crixus is bringing in a post-Ghost Fleet. Post-Ghost uh, Fleet? They still yeah. bring Ghost Fleet. Yeah, that's what I've seen. So, I mean, I've only been to one tournament since they nerfed Denny. And then the the, the Crooks player was still bringing Ghost Fleet and sort of experimenting with it. And he said yeah. that it still felt okay. Yeah, I don't think the nerfs hit hard enough that those aren't still the best casters mm. in the faction. I yeah, but know. Uh, I mean, we, there's now the, what is it now? Is it Cedars? That yeah. Cedar spam. Some... And is Abby trading? How how does Abby do against the Carapace Cedars? You don't do that. So you you drop Veil too? And, yeah. And Angle for, for Gatsby or whoever they... Yeah, they don't. Like, a Hellmouth is so good when you can just trade Hellmouths for heavies and then... That's good enough. See, there is our... Yeah, yeah true. Right? I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Crix is by far the best faction in the game right now. So our biggest problem is probably Signar, but mm-hmm. the win percentage of Crix is mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah, that seems to be the case. But of Thank course, that is all going to change now after the Legion CID. Yes. We're going to be the natural predators of Crix. <laughs> it was a long time since I lost to a Crix player. Oh yeah? yeah, I got into a habit of losing against Crix last year. But then oh, I mean, okay. I was playing into Ghost Fleet continuously and hating my life, trying to figure that matchup out. And I no. You should have done my solution. It was like looking at the Danny player saying, "Oh, you feated. You're dead." Mm. It worked perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked how I like. Oh, throw me to the Crix players. I can do this. And then finally I got a Crix <laughs> player and last game at the UTC and just bam. <laughs> Who were you guys playing in the last round of the WTC? I remember you were playing on the table behind us. You were playing a Russian team, was it? Yeah, I think so. I don't. Mm-hmm. I could check my thing. But I'm currently recording my screen, so I don't want to go into Ooh, my battle report. Exciting. <laughs> so oh, you yeah. don't wanna you don't wanna sh- Well that is so bad. Uh, I don't know which kind of software you use for recording for keeping track of your, your game statistics. I, I've been using Steam Genius and I, I was quite happy with it, but they haven't updated it for so long now that it's becoming an issue. And I'm looking for a new software for, for keeping track of my games. Oh, I write battle reports about all my games. So... You still do that? Yeah. I haven't. Do you still update your blog? No. I started writing shorter battle reports on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. I. My VTC reports uh, I did as a school project, so they're on a different blog. I see, I see, I see. Okay, yeah, maybe, but that sounds like way too much work. Oh, yes, way too much work. <laughs> ah, damn it. Now, now I I, if I, I leak need... something, then this is going to be bad. <laughs> you know, when all, all the people get to see all the things, uh, all the terrible things I've done in life the last <laughs> year. Yeah, anyway, what were we talking about? Yeah, what were your lists? What list do you have for us? So, 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 straight from the 
caves of theory machine. Yes. Uh, what I've put together is, I mean, I agree. I mean, we need a, a brick breaker and then you need something else with a bit more finesse. I mean, that's, I guess that's a pretty standard pair for pretty much any faction, right? And I think it's definitely true for, for Legion. I mean, yes. you need a brick breaker and it's Abbey 2 or Fiona 2 classically, and then you combine it with either Lily 3, Veil 2, or the Twins. That seems to be sort of the standard pairing, right? It's some, some yes. combination of those. And I was playing Fiona 2 Twins pretty much all of 2017. In the beginning, I was playing quite a bit of Thags 2 instead of Fiona 2, but at the end of the day, Fiona 2 is just so much better, it seems. <laughs> and, and also more active, I mean. Uh, yeah. with, Gallo- with Gallows and Admonition, there's, I mean, she actually has an impact continuously, and you get to make decisions with her every turn about what to do with her spells, in contrast to, to the big guy that's just like, I'm gonna advance up behind this linear obstacle, I'm gonna cast Manifest Destiny, and that's it. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, but so, so I think for the Brick Breaker, I actually want to experiment with Anamag, and not just because she's the new hotness, but I think she actually brings a really cool spell package, with wow. uh, especially it's like Gallows, or not Gallows, what am I saying? Uh, Hexblast. I love the idea of Hexblast. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, she also buffs. Her, her, the only thing she does is buff. Her, she doesn't yes. bring like a cool spell package. She brings an efficient, strong, yes. strong okay. yes. like, <laughs> yes. she does one thing, and she does that well. No, but I mean, she also has Gallows and she has Hexblast. So it's like she buffs the crap out of everything around her, but at the same time, she can also do these sort of clutch Gallows. I know that Gallows is a spell which receives a lot of hate, but it's something that your opponent always has to plan around, right? Yeah. It, it, regardless of whether you will cast it or not, your opponent has to always consider the fact that Gallows is on your caster's card. And that, to me, is, is, a, is a good thing. <laughs> It's an extremely good thing. And Hex Blast as well, apart from all the buffs. No, but I think she also solves some of the things that Abby 2 solves. And the, that was the reason why I asked you about Proteus and Asythia, because I really like Grievous Wounds, especially with, I mean, yeah. Grimkin, Trollbloods. Now Harvey is starting to make a reappearance, at least up here in, in Stockholm. Yes, and I think I've I heard really, some talk about her from, from the really news guys as well. That wasn't the case. No, so, so I mean, bringing Grievous Wounds, I think, is, is a very good thing. And then, the, I mean, the list is still a bit in flux, of course, because I haven't tried this yet. But of course, so there's Anamag. I want to try the Blightbringer. I don't think it's absolutely crucial with her, but... I, I guess it's time to assemble the big guy and actually see what it does. Oh, and you then... also bought a Flightbringer in the beginning I had it, of this. I've had it, no, I had it standing around for, I don't know, three months, four months or so, just in a box because they had a sale in my local game store in, in Uppsala. Please find it. So it was 40% off and I figured, okay, I might at some point play this thing, so I might as well buy it. And here you go. <laughs> So, I'm looking at the box, right? Blightbringer, and then I added uh, Amok, because Amok. I, the guy received, or he, she, it, received quite a bit of... People didn't seem to like it very much on the SID forums. That was my impression, but I think it brings... I mean, removing Incorp is really good for this specific list, and being able to remove debuffs, I think, is also you mean quite Golab, interesting. Right? No, Amok. Amok the Truthbearer. Ah, okay, so no other beast. No, so it's just Blightbringer and Amok. Okay, and uh, uh, sure, uh, Primal Terror, right? Yes, Primal terrors and it also provides you with a solo for scoring flags yeah which uh, for four points it, it's reasonable spell martyr because hex blast and gallows and i had one point to spare then it's ogren warmongers with gorag rotteni max unit I, I really like gorag and i mean i have two boxes of warmongers so i should at least put or two full units i should put one of them on the table but i think for 13 points and with a, with a free ua free solo, that's yeah. a, a lot of value you get a lot for those 13 points the units are full warmongers with gorag then i'm going 
double chosen of Everblight, one free Hellmouth, and then I'm sort of on the fence whether to go for a second free unit of Hellmouth or a Warmonger Warsheaf. I mean, the Warmonger Warsheaf is probably not critical because you're going to be swinging at, what, Matt 8 relatively trivially with Gorag, and then you can also put up Carnage for Matt 10, so the to hit buff yeah. is, is pretty nonsense, but blood I mean, the plus one to hit feels pretty much wasted, but blood drinker is can be relevant. My experience with Ogren Warmongers from MK2 when I sort of dabbled with them was that they really like killing each other. So we're taking a min unit of uh, Rotwings or? Uh, no, and then it's a max unit of Rotwings. Max unit. Rotwing. Yes, but the yeah. Rotwings are also very much in flux. I consider, I would definitely consider, the first thing that I would consider to change is dropping the Spell Martyr and the Rotwings for a second unit of Warmongers. I must have missed something because this is not so, adding up to the points here. Okay. So a second right. unit of Helmet, of course. Okay, so we're talking Blightbringer, then Amok. Yes. Martyr, Max and then Rotwings, Warmongers, two yeah, Chosen. We, and yeah. your three are two Hellmouths and a Gorag. Yes, or potentially or... a Hellmouth and a Warsheaf. Yeah. Because of Blood Drinker and once again to have a solo for scoring flags. Because yeah. this list is very short on solos, and I think it can apply quite a bit of scenario pressure with the plus two inches of deployment and chosen threatening quite a large part of the board. And so, so I think scenario play is definitely going to be a thing with this list. And then you might want that warmonger rather than a hellmouth. But yeah, it's definitely so. The warmonger could very well be a hellmouth, and the spellmaster rotwings could very well be warmongers. I, I'm super excited about trying the rotwings because PS15 weapon masters is pretty disgusting for twelve. Yes. But the issue with them, but, as I see it in this list, is the fact that they are providing your opponent with a target for POW-10 shooting. Yes. So they, I, I really dislike adding those kind of things to lists because everything else is going to be armor 16 multi-boxes as a minimum. So POW-10 shooting is going to be irrelevant, which means that if your opponent spends 15 points, 20 points on a unit, which does that those 15 points are not going to do anything all game, but then I give them a unit of Rotwings so they actually get a purpose in life. So it might be that they have to go because you, you might want to consider going either full Rotwing or no Rotwings. That would be my way of looking at it, probably. Yeah. So, was... so if you're bringing Rotwings, you, you should bring 20. Uh, when I was looking at her, I was actually looking at the other theme because she pumps up the damage of Grotesque mm -hmm. Assassin with Grotesque. So, so playing all of a sudden, Ravens. Like, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um, I think uh, I've been playing quite a bit of, of Ravens. The, these last two tournaments, I've brought Callus 2 as, as my brick breaker. Ravens. Yeah. Callus uh, That was my idea with her because I don't see why this list is better than the same list with Tagrush or with. Because this is a classic brick list, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And then she doesn't do anything that the other casters don't do. No, I think what she does is to crank up the damage output and she provides grievous wounds to the list. Uh, but I see your point. It's definitely, in a sense, it's a classical Ogren brick list. Yeah, and she can't give all of them armor like no, no. the other one. Yep. But what she can do is she can provide armor against shooting, yeah. which tags cannot do. That but the true. question is, will, will this list go into heavy shooting? Probably not. No. Anyways. And that's the mm. problem. Like the Legion brick, the, the good part of a brick is that it shuts down shooting lists because yes. you can't damage that amount of armor. Mm. But Legion bricks die to shooting, so yes. they don't have their classically mm. good matchups, mm. which is a no, big it's, problem. It's, mm. 
No, what I think what this so, so it could be that you should play this with with tags instead. But then he has no feet with this iteration. Then you would bring yeah. some other beast as well for the feet, like Typhon. Uh, and then you start spending a lot of points on beasts. I, I've been sort of playing around with it, but with Tagrosh, I want to bring Typhon, and then you want to bring a Seraph probably. So, so I mean, it 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 becomes a more beast-heavy list. And then you lose out on the scenario pressure, which I think this list can apply. Because there's going to be a lot of dudes threatening quite far. And that was something that I really liked with the Callus list. I mean, just having some some 30 grotesques plus croak raiders there and double helm out that's a lot of dudes so you basically push people out of scenario zones which is not a completely new concept in the game but for legion players it, it's quite a different way of, of playing it presents people with a different kind of legion problem not that yeah. anybody cares about legion anymore it's not back in the day people actually prepared for legion and it was good to bring something rather unconventional but these days nobody gives a flying fuck about legion so that now we can true. so now we can bring Fiona too, and that's like a super net list. Everybody knows what it does, but nobody really cares. So nobody's prepared for it. So it doesn't or nobody actively sort of builds lists to counter Fiona too, because you don't have to. Yeah. She's I think she lost the most in the nerf of our theme list. Uh, yes. I, I agree. She is because she is she needs the double forsaken to handle the fury. Yeah. And nerfs are extremely dependent on the free shot from the sorceress to to actually do something. Uh, yes. So, so I I agree. It the, the, losing that second sorceress on Helion was unfortunate for her. <laughs> and now the that we got cheaper heavies, they they aren't the heavies she's taking. So. No, it doesn't exactly, matter yeah. anymore. No, no. But I definitely can see Fiona running. I think Fiona might be a caster for running a Rotwing list, a double Rotwing list. Huh? I can definitely see her doing that. Yeah. Because, I mean, they reach what, during feet turn, they go up to defense 16 and they have flight in contrast That's to swordsmen. A, a respectable amount of defense. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, in contrast to swordsmen, they can actually take advantage of cover. And and concealment on the way in. Yeah. God damn it, PP, give us a solo that can provide swordsman with Pathfinder. <laughs> but that's that's a, that's a later issue. <laughs> that um. would be fixed. That would be fixed eventually. But it's very unfortunate that swordsmen cannot cross obstacles. So especially for yeah. So. It's Raya's one that can solve that problem. Yes, and Raya's two. Yeah, if they the, charge. But, yeah. Yeah, Wait, uh, does Raya's one spell give Pathfinder? No, it's uh, it's only Raya's two, right? I'm thinking. Or is it? Oh no, she has dash. Dash doesn't, dash give, Pathfinder. doesn't give Pathfinder. Yeah, no. So it's, it's twins. Twins yes. can give it. Yes. <laughs> twins. <laughs> twins have the answer. Twins uh, are the answer. Yep. Um, as always. But then, no. So, so I think this list. I mean, in my mind, it handles. Grimkin really well, it handles Trollbloods really well, uh, and it should scare people off from Harby, which is a very good thing. So I, I think it solves... I'm not sure how it would do into, for example... I mean, it, it scares off cats, so, so yeah. which is also a good thing. I'm not but sure how it would do into Rashad. Yeah. Rashet uh, just picks apart. That's the question. I'm not sure it can actually handle Rashet. That is maybe an issue. I would have to try that. Shosen uh, yes die so hard i i need to have a quick to war room i don't remember does he have any because they they he has blood mark does that prevent let's see i need to no, have, i need to remind myself two. exactly 
Let me remind myself exactly what it looks like. I think One. that's units, right? I'm not 100% sure. Dominar, exactly. So let's see. Uh, blood mark, minus two arm. Is that target model or target unit? Target enemy model suffered minus two arm. Yeah, okay. So it's not that dangerous. No, it's not. But then it's his feet, of course, which is minus two arm, right? If I remember yeah. correctly, it does that still. Arm, strength, and mm. def defense. Mm. So there. Mm. Now, so you would have to take two rounds of shooting from the turtles, of course, on the way in. So it could be that you're just pretty much dead. Well, uh, one round of shooting and one charge, and then. Yeah, and then pretty much everything is dead, probably. I would guess so. But I'm not that worried about because that was the thing when when i was playing viana 2 that they also handled the high defense like it was nobody's yeah. business and i mean here sure you can debuff my defense i give zero fucks <laughs> go for it <laughs> uh, so it could be that rachette just picks this list apart but i would like to try it on the table before i completely give up on scorn i think it has the potential to be a solid scorn drop at least i've given up on scorn I don't know what to do in Rashad. I I pull my covers over myself and huddle in the corner <laughs> and cry a little bit every time. I, I, I can I can highly recommend playing Callus 2 in Ravens of War and charge the turtles with the Weapon Master grotesques. Yeah, it, sounds... it kind of it kind of works, but uh, unfortunately, in my last game, I think I left the last turtle on something like two boxes or so, post my feet turn, because I mean you have you have stealth on the way in, yeah. uh, and you ambush, and those flying monkeys they threaten 13.5 inches, assuming that you light shit on fire with your croaks, so they yeah. threaten they out threaten the, the turtles in melee, and they can't really shoot effectively, and the shoot I mean. He has an issue dealing with high number of stealth models, yes. like low quality stealth models. But when one of those turtles actually gets to live, <laughs> then they start killing it's monkeys. <laughs> All the monkeys just die. <laughs> oh. So anyway, uh, but uh, mm, I don't know. I would like to try it. Uh, but then to pair, I mean, it, it still has no game into Signor. I think it would struggle struggle into Retribution. And it's also a very straightforward list, right? So, so you want... It's an incredibly uh, easy uh, and it's, to and it's, uh, One of the strengths of, I think, Veil 2 and the Twins is that they, no matter how bad your matchup is, uh, you can almost always angle for an assassination. So yes. it might be a low odds assassination, but you always have, no matter how terrible the matchup is, you always have a small chance of winning the game through assassination. Yeah. Assuming that you just sacrifice everything you got to, to sort of try to set that up and, and your opponent doesn't realize what's happening. Well, I think that's like or the some, good some, part, some, because you sacrifice your whole army, your opponent... Or, or turtles or, yeah. and then doesn't kill enough and then you actually can play a game sometimes. Yeah, yeah, no, but true. It's it's not the right way of putting it. Because, and sometimes even if your opponent is aware of what's going on, you can sort of force the situation by by just putting Sarin and Rias in the middle of the table with occultation or banishing ward depending on the situation, and they can basically killbox themselves or at least give you an assassination chance. Yeah. So the second list that I was considering, I mean, I've been playing Twins quite a bit, and I got really excited about the idea of Rias with Sprint, right? That's a thing. Rias 2 with Sprint is definitely a thing. So, so then you would play the Twins in Primal Terrors, yeah. and you create the biggest Rias delivery <laughs> uh, module ever. ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
And of course, because you cannot bring the Black Frost Shard in Primal Terrors. So for the plus two strength buff, which is really needed for Ryus if she wants to go in and kill something heavy, you bring the rather more expensive uh, Black Frost Shard, <laughs> which is a Blightbringer. Just a slightly... Yeah, more expensive. <laughs> it's, it's a bit more expensive, but it does pretty much the same thing. I'm not sure it works. And here my inexperience with the Blightbringer shines through. I'm not sure this would actually work against a Colossal because Why you not? would have to. It, because if you shoot the Colossal with a five-inch strength buff bubble, then the entire bubble is going to be on top of the Colossal, no. right? I mean, it's a, uh, five inches is slightly bigger. Okay, so but if you can reach base to base, base to base. Okay, but but, but probably you want to shoot something else. Um, but I mean that's that, that's why, why the Blightbringer can mounts. walk up somewhere inside of yeah. five inches and then. Mm. Now, but Ryus is going to outpace that Blightbringer by <laughs> by, by miles. By, no, by no it, right now it's speed five, so right now it's actually you could quite maybe fast. Run, you could maybe run into so into position with the Blightbringer. <laughs> Anyway, th there are ways around this. Uh, yep. so, so you you can apply the strength buff to Ryus. Then, since Ryus is very often, the twins are very often going to be playing into Signor and Crix. So you 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 want the Naga Nightlurker? Maybe not so much yes. against Crix, but yeah, no. But in general versus Crix, it's good to have a Naga Nightlurker. So now we've reached 40 points of Ryus buffing. Uh, then you of course Only... need the Seraph. That's absolutely critical. Yeah. So now we're at 54 points. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, we also need the Lightning Strike Animus for another 17 points. So that's 71 points all about Ryus. And I, but in all honesty, I think this could kind of work. Because in my experience, I'm playing in Oracles with Double Throne. The list is all about Ryus at the end of the day, yeah. right? Every, everything else is just... There to deliver her and stand yeah, exactly. in the way until yeah. she kills the world. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, and in my experience, you can always go for assassination with the twins, and it's usually a pretty good plan. I mean, it, it's you usually can set up pretty good assassination runs. Uh, but if you want to play attrition, they usually do that quite well as well. But it requires that you get more than two rounds of work out of Ryus. So you want to go in, you want to kill something, and very often then she dies, and you feed her back, and you can go in and do a second round of work with her. And that's good, but it's not enough. The list is basically Ryus. But if you can Lightning Strike her, it should be relatively easy to get more than two rounds of work out of her, so she can basically yeah. do work every round. So then, but, are we thinking Chosen, or...? Uh, yes, the rest of the list at the moment would be one unit of Chosen, because they can basically hold down a zone, that's my thinking. I mean, they should be able to yeah. operate quite independently. You can also put Banishing Ward on them, if needed, or occultation. So they should be, while Ryus is handling one half of the board, the Chosen are just on the other side of the board, holding down whatever zone you don't want them, your opponent to, to sort of take over, right? Yeah. Which leaves us with eight points, if I've done my math correctly, which is at the moment a Spell Martyr and a min unit of Blighted Rotwings, and then a free Hellmouth. Okay. The Rotwings... I think they can do either as a min unit at seven points for, for, I mean, they can be there and take a zone if needed without you wasting too much of your army. But also I like the idea of Rot Wings in combination with Flashing Blade. Because in my experience, if you go up against Kador, for example, where you face off against four, five, six, seven, eight heavy warjacks, Ryus can usually kill the one 
project that she's charging. But she struggles but, to kill. But she doesn't. She can usually damage two or three by just flashing blade as well, right? So, but she will kill one warjack and then leave another two or so damaged, but usually fully operational. And that's where the rot wings come in. So you you would actually then send in power eleven weapon masters to try to finish off or at least further cripple the damaged warjacks. So I think it's they, they could actually do some work in this list without too much. My instinctive thought is to cut them for Pharaoh Valkyries. Ooh, that's an interesting concept. Yes. How much are the Valkyries? Eight points. So drop the Spellmaster and the, and the yeah. Rotwings for... Because just the, the Chosen of Everblight gives us the free Hellmouth. So so yeah. those eight points are in flux. Oh, brilliant. Yes. So that's Because we need more Raya's support in our <laughs> Raya's list. <laughs> so wait, that puts us at 40 points, Brightbringer and Naga. 54 with the Seraph. 71 plus 8. So 79 points of Raya's delivery. And Raya's but kid, don't kid yourself. The Shosen and the Hellmouth are also Raya's delivery. They are they there are... to like be in the way. Yeah, I was thinking like Raya's enablers, more likely. Okay. Because they can sort of hold down that one zone where Raya's is not at the moment. <laughs> okay, sure. Still... So, so, so you basically you run them up. That's usually the play, right? I mean, irregardless of which opponent, if they bring a range-heavy list, you put up occultation on the twins. If they are magic-heavy, you put up banishing board. So you can usually put them very aggressively up the table round one, irregardless of opponent. Yeah. Um, and then you need about two turns of emptying out one side of the table with Rias. So then around turn four, she will start to move over to the other side of the board to mop up the rest, and that's when you're chosen or allowed to die, because then Rias is there to save the day. Rias is the savior. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually I'm actually sort of semi-excited about this list. I, I think it's going to be... But that's... Uh, I am going to miss the thrones. The thrones do a lot of work with twins. They but, do. Uh, Especially now, when people are starting to cycle out of Denny 1. Mm. then they are and, actually fun to play. Yes. With the new Denny 1 feat, I mean, they still have magic ability 7, and they're actually allowed to make special attacks during feat. So, yeah. So it could be that they are still stronger in oracles now in a, in a post uh, yeah, because a po- post Denny 1 nerf. And twins didn't lose anything from the nerf because they didn't have 25 points. No. So they um, were still the same. Yeah, I mean, my list didn't change one bit post the nerf. I mean, it's but you get rid of Suriel in this build, which is also an advantage. Fuck, I hate that guy. <laughs> oh, he's so bad. Yes, yes. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I tried to play a Raya's one list with him in it, and like, oh, I'm gonna kill people, and then like, no, no. <laughs> he gets there, and he just like, uh, uh. But okay, so in a list, in a tournament right now, you would bring these two lists. Probably. I have a third list that I would consider, and I think this might be decent. And it's sort of also a Ravagor spam list, because we need more Ravagors in our lives. There hasn't been enough Ravagors in MK3, which would basically be... So this would probably replace the the, the twins list, but it could... Yeah, it would probably replace the, the, the twins list, and that would be Thagrosh. With the Naga, four Ravagors. We're talking Tigers 2, right? Uh, Tigers 1. Tigers 1. And this is in Oracles, not Primal Terrors. So it would be Naga, four Ravagors, two max units of Hex Hunters. Ooh. 
one of them with buy all for free, and then we add in a free forsaken, and then we have one point which could either be a shepherd or a spell martyr. I think that list might actually have some game. It's it's a super stupid list, but I think it might actually have some game into a lot of because hex hunters with bringing back uh, stealth hex hunters is nice. So yes, I missed something here now. What free solos are you bringing? One forsaken uh, or uh, by all and a forsaken. By all and a forsaken. Yeah, that looks interesting. I don't know. I've tried to make hex hunters work so much, mm-hmm. and they just die. They just keep dying. No, I, I must admit that I haven't played much Hex Hunters since MK3. I think the, I mean, the loss of stealth and the loss of one speed is that's pretty depressing. Yes, and they more or less stay the same points. No, I, I'm not sure, about, but I, I have the feeling that it should work quite well, surprisingly well. That would be my feeling at least with this list. But I mean, it's once again. Then you have, if this was to replace your twins list, you would have two very straightforward, relatively obvious lists. And I'm not sure I'm too happy with that. Yeah. So I've been thinking about a crazy list. Mm-hmm. Something I haven't tried yet, but something I want to try. Mm-hmm. Lilith one with it sounds like a arc... terrible start to a list. Okay. <laughs> no, let's see. Yeah. Okay. With one archangel. Okay. <laughs> and a bloodseer. Yeah. Okay. And then yeah, you're trying feel... to add, I'm trying to sort of have the. How do you feel about the Archangel now posts it? I still think it's too expensive for what it does in terms of points. I think it's good with. Okay, so then you have six tariffs as well. Okay. So they all get plus two damage from the Archangel Aura. And then all of a sudden you have a decent gun line. And they all. It can put up, which you can't do in this list because you have no fury management. No. <laughs> but it's like... Wait, so so but we're playing this in oracles, of course. Yes. You get you get at least two Forsakens and what? And one uh, shepherd. Sp- shepherd. <laughs> forsaken, forsaken, and you're going for what a, a blightedness sorceress for a scenario play? Sure, it doesn't really matter. The thing is, we're going for. All of our therapists will use their animus. Aha. Uh-huh. Wait. So if the opponent so into you, <laughs> you blast them all to hell. <laughs> yes, this is brilliant. <laughs> I'm smart, you know. Um, I played, but I didn't have enough therapists for that plan to work. I, I see where I went wrong now. I played a couple of Terrafs with the Twins early on, uh, okay, yeah. before the Thrones became the obvious choice. Counterblast kept on disappointing me, but but I see where I went wrong. No, because but the Archangel to... with plus two, it's it's actually good, you know. So wait, so, so you would actually be hitting? Is the Animus one? Fifteens, right? Fifteens. No, they're the the little buggers are power thirteen on their shots. They are. Yes. Oh, cool. That's better than I thought it was. <laughs> and then you, of course, it's uh, all about t- taking great... So, But wait, so the Animus is actually one round. I didn't yes. realize that. Yes. That's pretty cool. Ah, yes, because, it, of course, it, it, it works, works on, on, the fi- fire. on the fire rolls, the continuous yeah. fire rolls. Yes, and they cannot expire. Yes. Well, that's a, mm. so that is actually... Mm? Light the world on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, of course, you... Yeah, sorry. 
the janky list I've been thinking about. I don't mm. think it will work, but I kind of want to try something uh, like this. I have two Terras for you. I don't know when we will be at the same tournament next time, but whenever that happens, I will bring at least two Terras for you to try this thing. Because, like, in my world, you put up Parasite on something, mm. and the opponent just can't move that unit into you anymore. No, because exactly. I, I, I love it. Uh, so, so you basically apply Parasite, next round you kill it before yeah. you've activated Lilith, then you just cycle Parasite to the next target, and that target can basically do nothing but wait around to be killed by your shooting next turn, and then you just cycle Parasite again. Yes. Not to mention that like an Archangel with the Lilith more or less kills most casters by themselves. Mm-hmm. No, no, absolutely. I see the light. I, I see where I went wrong with the Terra. But I want to bring in a a Seraph as well. But then we lose our two Terraphs. Yeah, but this is the first build. I don't... The Bloodseer and consider, two Terraphs you... can become a Seraph and uh, an Ephelim Bolt Thrower, I think. That should mm. be good. I, this is probably a terrible, terrible list, but uh, yes. it might have some game, actually. <laughs> and then I was thinking of, like, what if you get in a min unit of crops? But wait, would you seriously consider... Now, I mean, we take advantage of the Archangel Animus, so you need the Bloods here. So then the Terrafs are hitting at power 15, yep. which is very... Respectable, uh, respectable amount of power. yes. The, uh, and I mean, that applies to pretty much anything on the board, which is super important. I mean, compared to Parasite, which is only one model, I mean, it's, it's just across the board plus two, yep. which is freaking brilliant. And then with the feet, which is also just enabling everybody to hit without. So, so basically, you can feet, apply the animus, so you don't have to run hot necessarily because you don't well, have to, the list to hit. Will run hot. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, but I mean, it's it's the, that the, the assuming feet. that you assuming that you feed turn two, yeah, you will not necessarily run very. I mean, there might be some stray fury, but not very much, right? Because you only boost damage. Yeah. So that generates one, two, three, four, five, six. Was uh, so six from the terrafs, and then what? The cost is one for draconic aura. So seven. Yeah, but you have a forsaken to take care of the archangel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like. Yeah. That's so, okay. So, yeah, and then I mean, so so then you've killed. I don't know. You, you've crippled two heavies, let's say. And then uh, and you're still not running hot, right? You're going to be able to do exactly the same thing next turn. And then you might start running hot, potentially. But by that time, you would have killed so much crap. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. I'm thinking by turn two, you put up... You boost all the damage roll and put up uh, all the animuses and you run hot, like... It's ah, yes, okay. because you want to play... It's, it's all about the counterblast. I've already forgotten about the counterblast. Yes. <laughs> like, it's okay. You will run hot. Like, yeah. the opponent will kill models. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no. No, but I was also thinking potentially cutting one Terraf for the Black Frost Shard. Yeah, sure. As, as an early on iteration, because that would provide you with another Shepherd and also a unit for for contesting scenario elements while you're just killing the entire world with your with your shooting and then yeah. i mean the tariffs gain what plus seven so they're hitting at pow 20 shooting against a heavy target yeah i was thinking about something like that anyway because i'm not sure i want to lend you my terror <laughs> <laughs> let's go to alphaspiel.se what are the what are the tariff stocks? I need three tariffs. 
assuming that I go for the more modest Black Frost Shard version. There's only one in store. God damn it, Alpha Spiel. So, anyway, <laughs> I was thinking about something like that because I love it. No, I, I think know. I think you're right. I think Lilith One is the the one to to play this list. Yeah, and I've been thinking about Lilith One because I think she's good right now. Her feet is such an caster killer enabler that mm -hmm. you just want to anything. Mm -hmm. An archangel when it starts ripping up casters. It, well, yeah. so I mean, the one issue with this style of list is, of course, the huge amount of shooting hate that actually exists out there, which sort of sets me off from from gunline lists very often. I mean, you have like convergence with with a million shield guards. You have Kador with sack pawn and all these. But but maybe at the end of the day, maybe it's not so bad. All those lists you play Abby two with it, and you play Abby two into those. I think. Mm -hmm. Have you tried? I actually tried Abby two into the new convergence theme with the resurrection and and all the infantry. Have you have you tried playing against that list yet? The convergence no, list, the, the infantry spam list. No. That was disgusting. I actually think it's. It's extremely powerful. Maybe it was an Abbey 2 thing that I didn't have enough attacks to shoot through this. But I mean, I was playing something similar to your Abbey 2 Ravagor build. So yeah. I could actually shoot out a couple of the resurrection thingies quite early on. But still, I mean, there's so many dudes on the table that, I mean, they basically just held down all the scenario elements, prevented me from, from winning quickly on scenario, and they just timed me. There was absolutely nothing I could do. There was just too many dudes and I could not win on scenario and I just couldn't make any progress. Yeah, that's, that happened to me a couple of times in Mark II as well but you just have to go all in hard enough on the scenario zone. Yeah, I don't know. Keep yeah, clearing that was... it and sacrificing models to keep clearing it. Yeah, that was disgusting. Uh, but I think Anama can handle this now with the warmongers. They should be able to shoot through all that infantry. <laughs> Anama is the solution to everything. <laughs> Anama... I don't know. Anamag, Anamag I don't think Anamag is a strong caster. I don't. She doesn't don't know, do any threat range extension and uh, all gallows? of a sudden she's. She doesn't do any real threat range extension. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, now I want to try it. Yeah. Uh, I'm becoming more and more fond of running sort of not infantry but warrior model heavy. Now this is a cavalry list and we'll see how how I can manage cavalry. But I'm growing more and more fond of them. I guess it's the scenario package this year which has sort of forced me into this playstyle because Fiona 2 is, is struggling in, in, yes. in SR 17. But we'll see. Uh, pairing Anamag with this Terraf build, that's going to be brilliant. So the twins are off the table. No, but we'll see. That would probably, I mean, to go back to your original question, uh, if I would, be, I would probably bring Anamag and, my, and the twins. That would be my pairing, which I would go for with. It's going to take me quite some time to get all these models painted, though, because I need to buy double Chosen, probably double Rotwings, and I need to paint up the stupid Blightbringer. <laughs> I have disgusting. an unpainted Blightbringer standing on my table. Do you have any plans of, of painting it anytime soon? It's, it's, it's no. unfortunate. It's like 32 points. It's dirt cheap, but still, it's like, I don't see me bringing it outside of some rather exotic infantry builds. It costs two Ravagors. Yeah, exactly. It's two Ravagors. I don't see when I don't no. want two Ravagors instead. No, exactly. And if you need survivability, I'm 
quite sure that Typhon still outcompetes this guy with regards to survivability, assuming that they can't deal with excessive healing and apply grievous wounds. I think he's more survivable than the Brightbringer. And, yeah. yeah. So it's not it's not highest up on your priority list of. Uh, but we're excited about the Ravagor point reduction at least. Yes. That is one thing that we can actually agree on both of us, even though we build very different lists. Sheep Ravagors is good for the game because what uh, MK3 needs is more high power shooting. That is we totally need more, correct. More parking lot style games, a la 40k. So let's talk about this Sid. I think. How has it affected your list building? Are you thinking about something new, like? You're building some primal terror lists. Do you think? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's in all. I would probably go quite heavy with with Sid-based lists at the moment. And I, as I said, I don't think this Anna Maguan list is not just because she's the new hotness. I, I really think that she's bringing... I mean, it's it's problems that Legion could solve before with with Grievous Wounds and so on. I mean, we had Abby 2 that handled that just fine. But but I think she's bringing a slightly different solution to that problem. And, and I think that, that I, I look forward to testing her. And this Twins list, I also really enjoy. It's it's But the, to me, the bit, so the big thing is probably... The possibility of building what I believe to be relevant ogre lists and the Golub Animus, playing around with the Golub Animus, I think is going to be super fun. Have you looked anything at Absilonia 1? No, not at all, to okay. be perfectly honest. Have you experimented with her? Yeah, I tried once. Got <laughs> shot off the table by Rachette 1 and cried in my corner. <laughs> oh, Rachette <laughs> again. It keeps coming back. No, I don't know. I, I, but I've never been that interested in Absilonia 1. Yeah, I don't know. She has never inspired me looking at her spell. I mean, I mean, Refuge is cool, but we're still not Veil 2, MK2 level cool here. No. <laughs> and so, so, so I, I, I'm not feeling it with Abby. I, I'm, I mean, I'm looking at her card and I'm just not inspired to do anything with it. There's nothing there which like, yeah, if I could, if I just start doing this and that and blah, blah, blah. It's, nah, pfft. And it's sort of the same thing with tags too. Yeah, that's what I was going to. Because I feel like these were buffs to them. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. They, they have improved, but... <laughs> should be relevant, but I don't feel like they are good enough that we would still take them. No, I don't know. I mean, the, the feet, tags feet is cool. I mean, that's to me why I was playing around with him last yeah. year. I mean, the hit and run. I mean, we all love that crap, of course. But it's still not p Vale. No. no matter how hard we try and how badly we want it, it's it's still not p Vale. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm not I'm not feeling it. But absolutely, I mean, he has gotten a lot better. And maybe you can just bully the board with him. But so what does he... He threatens 11 base, 13 with slipstream. It's still not... Well, it's better now, but... Yes. <laughs> I was mm. thinking about lists with him, and yeah, of course I go all gung-ho crazy, mm. you know, five Scythians, let's go, let's try this. I so don't you would know. go Scythians with him rather than Ravagors? Yeah, I I wanted to build something different at least, and I think so. Okay, because I mean, the one of the most powerful ways of building p list was always sort of to focus on Ravagors and Typhon sprays, right? Back in the day. Yeah. And he does help Ravagors in melee quite a bit with Manifest Destiny, but Scythians, really? I don't know. I, I'm not going to... Okay, so, but it's, it's five Scythians, and what's the sort of the 
what how what makes this better than or interesting in contrast to like an Abbey tube? Yeah, that's the thing. Like I want to <laughs> try something just to see because I believe you have to like, test something to sure, see sure, what sure, it sure. is. Yeah, and yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I test by building lists and seeing and comparing because I don't mm. really know what he's doing right now. Mm. Mm. No, that that's absolutely true. I, I I must admit that I'm usually quite bad at theory machine. I, I'm definitely the kind of player I need to play lists and to appreciate them or or, I, or realize the issues. I, I just have to try them on the table. I don't have time to play <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but no. I haven't been playing that much during like November, December, but now in January it's already been it's been what. Four weeks of 2018, and I've already been to two tournaments. So it's it's starting to to get back into it again and playing games, which is really good. So I think yeah. I might actually have some more game time. But but if we uh, ever do this podcast again, we'll have some more results from you. Is what mm-hmm. you're saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have to try this crap, right? I mean, yeah. I could gush over I could gush over my Callus two and and twins pair, or or discuss the issues with that pairing <laughs> after having <laughs> after having played a. Some, some, what is it now? Yeah, it's no. I brought it, brought it to a small local tournament in December last year as well. So I brought it to two, three tournaments now. That pairing. Anyway, but that, this this time it was about Sid and not yeah, random right. junk that this you throw was, together pre-Sid. This uh, is all but, about. So then, how do you feel Legion are now after the Sid power rankings? This is where you get all the controversy and all the ah, ooh, yes. good cues. I think. I mean, words, I, I still think. I mean, we, we discussed this a little bit on the Iron Moot stream, right? Uh, yeah. And I think I think I still stand by this statement that apart from Crux, which I think is uh, clear, I, I agree with you. I mean, they, they seem to be by the far the strongest faction at the moment, and I generally struggle in my Crix games as well. So, I mean, for me personally, I don't really have a good solution to Crix either. And then, I mean, I think Legion as a whole, as a faction, struggles against Sugnar. That hasn't yep. changed with this at all. Nope. But apart from that, there is no faction in the game where I feel like there is just no way I can play against this. I can build a two-list pair where I feel like, yeah, I can play this into pretty much anything and I might not be favored, but I will have a game. And that's exactly what I want. Yep. And I think, I mean, that that's not a, in any way a controversial statement that, that I mean you, you want a list pair where you feel like you have game into pretty much anything but as far as power rankings go I don't know if that places Legion as number three but I think I mean we're sort of a solid middle of the pack faction but we are unfortunate enough to struggle against the two most popular factions at the moment which then just makes us a bottom tier faction but not because the Legion models themselves are I don't know how to put this Legion models uh, are good I mean, it's Legion, it's, it's, it's okay. I think that Legion as a whole is fine. It's just that we have a few glaring weaknesses, and I think pretty much all factions have, except for maybe Cricks. And it just so happens that our main weaknesses are against the two most popular factions. So it's like a meta problem rather than a faction problem, Yeah. if you see what I mean. I don't know if you if that makes any sense or if you completely disagree with me. or I don't feel that we're that weak against Cricks. I've been... Having success with playing Veil into it. Mm. Yeah, maybe it's just the fact that I've been playing Twins and Thrones are so sad versus Denny. Yeah. It's, it's... The Denny nerf does a lot for us, though. Mm. All of Absolutely. She's not as much of a problem. Mm. And the nerf to Coven as well is huge. No, I, I agree. So, so, so that uh, helps so, in those matchups. Yeah. 
so that's, that's why I'm a bit reluctant to change my current. I, I think the 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 Sarin, the twins list that I was playing with, Double Thrones, Suriel, Naga, Seraph, and some random nonsense. I mean, that did fairly well last year. Yeah. And now I think it's going to be enormously better. Yeah, now I think it's going to be a really good list. The, the issue it has, I think, at the moment, is the fact that it's so susceptible to remove from play effects and there's quite a lot of remove from play at the uh, at the moment but maybe that will also go away if ghost fleet starts to go away yeah i miss the old transfer back trick i must admit uh, i seriously doubt that anybody in the french meta will listen to this or pretty much anybody will listen to this but i realized that i uh, cheated in a game in, uh, in the Paris tournament that we go to every year, which is an awesome tournament that everybody should go to, Steel and Magic in Paris. But I actually did that trick to prevent an RFP uh, oh, effect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, that was not my proudest moment. I had no idea that they had removed that rule. Uh, it was like a, a few days later when I realized it. Was it an important... I think we won that round 4-1. Okay, so, so, so it, it doesn't really good. matter. Good. No. Good. So now I started building this mm. tag rush. But but list. Uh, but, but, but yeah. just Sorry. but uh, on the topic, I have one last comment which I really which I really appreciate with the Sid. Might not have solved all of Legion's problems, but one thing that they did really well was that they gave all the three NMI that we have received are all extremely interesting in my opinion. I don't know if you have any thoughts on that because a lot of the NMI that we have at the moment are like meh. But the three anime that were introduced in this set, I think, are all three extremely interesting. I don't even know what uh, what anime is with Kaden. I, I mean, it's, the, it's 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 lightning strike. Yeah. It's the draconic aura change. Yeah. And it's the blightbringer with the sprays. Okay. Yeah. Or so no? one is a character I don't see myself bringing mm-hmm. anytime ever. The other two are on colossal uh, gargantuans that I don't see myself bringing ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, I really didn't care about that cha- those changes. They're good that they're better, but they are mm-hmm. still not good they're enough. Sti- they're still on beasts that you don't see yourself taking because the rest of the package that they're bringing is crap. Yeah, and mostly yeah. it's the fury problem. You mm-hmm. want to bring a Blightbringer as your only beast. Mm-hmm. And then you don't have enough fury on your coster. It's going to be a lot of cutting. Yes. It's going to be self-mutilation all over the place. And that's that's so annoying. They can't solve that. So, like, you have to bring... In my first build... In the first version of Primal Terrors, you could bring Blight Wasps and get some... Get used ah, those yeah. as free mm-hmm. points, but mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. tightened up that loophole in the second week, so it didn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know how to solve that and what to do with it, but I don't... Mm, but because the Blightbringer, you can bring... Is it Fury 5 or Fury 4? I don't remember. Does it matter? No, it's just because if you're playing Anamag, you're going to be camping 2 probably, so you need 5 Fury every turn. And then the question is if the Blightbringer can provide 3 or 4 of those Fury. Yeah. While still being an eligible transfer target. Yeah, it's still not. No, no, it's an it's an issue. That's true. I actually must admit that I didn't consider this when I was building the Anamag list. It's so unusual to just bring one beast. I I need to change my mindset a bit, I guess. And then what happens usually is that like some kind of bullshit happens 
they steal your fury or they make it so you can't rile or you can't do something. Like, Aeris mm. walks up to you and says, be gone, all fury points. Mm. And you're sad, cutting yourself for five each turn. Yeah, that gives you about three turns and then it's game over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, mm. yeah. Okay, so Anima, you don't care. I don't care about those animals. I don't. Unless you, unless you can bring tariffs. Yes. And just start printing money. It was just because I was trying to use Dark Angel in a list, and I don't. No, but really I think see... it's it's actually kind of interesting, in my opinion. It's a I decent think... list, I think. I think you should go like three tariffs or something like that. Get in all mm. the Lilith support pieces. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It depends. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how the meta changes because the meta keeps on changing so much as well. That, yeah, that I every... think is one of the most difficult things with MK3 still. It's difficult. With the SID to... process. Yes. Like, yeah. All uh, training you did two months ago is yeah. usually yeah. gone. And I mean, it's, it's positive that the SID process is continuously happening. And I guess these super large changes are going to become more and more rare but at the same time i i find it very frustrating i i was we were actually talking about this at a, a tournament uh, a few we- a couple of weeks ago me and some other guys uh, and i must have i'm definitely in the camp where i want to be able to predict the meta and build accordingly okay and that was quite easily done in mk2 because it, it was the meta was pretty much set right and i really liked that aspect but but at the same time i mean you could definitely be of the opinion uh, and people that raised that point as well that the advantage with an ever-changing meta is that it, you never really know what you're going to face and it also makes it much easier for players that don't obsess over the game as much as maybe i do and probably you as well to sort of i mean they just put shit together that they like and it's usually quite easy to to build relatively strong lists thanks to the themes list build themselves you get pretty solid lists and and just bring it and see what happens yes but still you have people building oh oh no we're not going to talk about facebook lists no uh, yes facebook no Um, well, was... that, that's a future episode. <laughs> that's a future uh, episode. So, if... so, so picking picking the first ten lists that we find in the Legion Facebook group and just ripping them opinions. to shreds. <laughs> no, let let's uh, discuss them. Uh, let's <laughs> discuss <much>. them. <laughs> so this is if our second uh, episode gets funded right. We, we we must elude to to future episodes with very promising content, then start charging people and just disappear. <laughs> We're going to do this. This is going to be great. <laughs> great content. So, are you aiming for the VTC this year? I think so, yes. I've been a bit down on the game for ever since the last WTC, pretty much. And I, I was, no, it was leading up to the WTC. I mean, practicing against all those super toxic Signar and Crix lists. I mean, that just takes the fun out of the game, to be perfectly honest. Yep. Uh, and I didn't really recover. Uh, from that uh, because I didn't see anything happening to sort of solve those issues uh, because it's not a list building thing it's it's a 
game design issue yeah. or a model design issue, not a game design. But there were a handful of models that just sort of, they were toxic to the game in my experience. But now it's really starting to come back. And the Stockholm meta is also starting to, to come back out of hibernation, which means a lot because you have other people around you, right, that are excited. So now Hugo has started playing again regularly. Korg is playing regularly. Even Rickard is considering uh, coming back to the table again and i mean that means a lot to have to have locals to, to play against and i mean in Uppsala, there is also a relatively active group of people now and jacob is really excited with about the new trolls and everything and i will beat that out of him with the anamaglis <laughs> that's just gonna <laughs> ruffle stomp trolls completely <laughs> <laughs> but still, so so there's excitement sort of in the people close by as well in the in the different metas that are around. So, so no, I, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna apply this year as well. Okay, good. And you? No. No. Nope. My plan here is to uh, make this podcast a super hit mm-hmm. and then use that fame to get myself into a commentating spot at the VTC. You know someone that would actually be really good probably because that would also mean that there would be somebody there on the commentator team that would have no problem shutting up certain swedes and maybe Finns as they approach the commentator's table and offer their assistance (laughs) (laughs) oh you'd be you didn't like certain (laughs) have you found them i've been checking youtube i I haven't checked for a few months but i checked regularly for, for quite some time the polish streams showed up yeah they went up but, the same day more or less yeah but i haven't been able to find the american streams on youtube me neither i haven't so so i haven't been able to watch them so i just know now by everything i know about uh, swedish commentators at the wctc is just hearsay even though it, from what from what i've heard it sounded like fun i would have it could be but twitch i, I, I get seasick from trying okay. to navigate the twitch interface and finding old content on twitch okay yeah I, I do that a lot right now, so I'm used to. But it. you're saying that if I if I actually just went through the trouble, I should be able to find the content on Twitch. Uh, not anymore. It's gone now. They God only it, save Twitch. things for a couple of. I think God it's like it, Twitch. Yeah. A month for mm. normal people. Damn anyway, it. I I was so down on the game that I didn't watch any of it at all. But you seem to be enjoying yourself while we were there, at oh, least, or no? But I'm I'm very good at acting. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, and I mean, while while you're there, of course, you sort of try to bring your best game and try to stay alert. But as soon as the tournament is over, it's like fuck this shit. Yeah. Okay. So, so, but but you are still. I mean, you are actively playing. I mean, you, I think you you uh, you play quite a bit, right? I've played like. I started playing with the Sid. Yeah, I played like. Oh, okay. You take, you've been on a break from the. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I've played, I don't know, ten mm-hmm. somewhere between ten and twenty practice games. This for the last three through. weeks. That's not yeah. bad. But what's most the, of what's the, the games are like? killing people. You know? What's the meta like at the moment? You're still playing in Lund, or is it mostly Vassal? It's mostly Vassal. Okay. And mostly newer players because yeah, doesn't seem to be. Nobody wants to play against Rexim on Vassal. Nope. <laughs> it's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> we all hate that guy. But no, I uh, played against some Grimkin. and Fabi mm-hmm. 2 is still really good against Grimkin. Yep. I love the fact that Grimkin are rising in popularity. Maybe they will start to, to disappear a little bit, but they are quite popular. And it feels so good to be the like the, the silver bullet against Grimkin. I love yes. it. Because we really are. Like... Yep. <laughs> 
Everybody else would just rejoice given the opportunity to play against Legion. It's like, oh, nice, an easy win. And then there's that one <laughs> random Grimkin play, which is like, ooh! Uh, I love that uh, post from Norbert, I think it was. It was like, mm-hmm. we can cancel this Legion Sid. Patrick Dunford lost to Legion. Like, yeah, but that's what's yeah. his name? That Norwegian uh, Norwegian Legion. player. I'm gonna find out his name now. Otherwise, I'm gonna okay, be sure. super annoyed at myself. Also, it will give me an opportunity to say that I beat his puny Abby Toulis with with Veil Two. Yeah, I, I, I said I, it. Now, now I don't have to find his name anymore. <laughs> I've already reached the, the point that I was got, that I wanted to make. It's Martin Röme. Is that the yes. guy? Yes. That can be the guy. Mm-hmm. Totally. Carnivian, 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 Proteus Seraph. Yep. Yeah. That's his ability list. My Fury Nerf with Wraithbane on it. Failed to kill a Carnivian. I was super upset at that point. Yeah, that sounds bad. Mm. And they should overkill it by like 12 boxes or so. But what can you do? You miss the tail attack and then you're pretty much screwed, I guess. Yes. Because fours are hard. Four is one of those, like, we've all gone in, boosted and uh, AP attack and rolled a triple one. That's, yep. that's yes, that's happened. Mm. No, but I must, for, for a, for a Nerf to kill a Carnivian, you're not allowed to boost the tail attack, I think. <laughs> no. You have to hit that four, otherwise yeah. the, the math is terrible. Anyway. Anyway. Nice, uh, nice guy, and and he was kicking ass and taking names at conquest. Yes. With with Legion. Uh, the, he was also the reason why Legion had like a ninety percent win or rate. Eight one or nine one, something like this, right? I think it was, was a ninety percent win rate. I think it was. Yeah. Was it so? He was nine one, the only Legion player at the con, and he was nine one. That's how you do it. Way to go, Mark. Yep. Ruining the fun for everybody else. And that's also why I think like looking at win rates is really deceptive on tournaments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's. Yeah, I don't know how you go about that. To be perfectly honest, how to sort of try to quantify the state of a faction in a meta. I saw some list compiled. I don't remember who tweeted this, but somebody had compiled all top three placements that they could find on discount games. Yeah. Their tournament. You also get non-American tournaments in there. So you get pretty much the international meta. And all. The, I think it was all top three placements that they, that they, or if it was tournament wins, I don't remember. But that, I mean, anyway, that, number, that number should have some relevance, but at the same time, it was, I don't know. It's an odd way of, of looking at it. It doesn't feel right. When you see those numbers, it's like, no, this doesn't feel like my impression of the game at all. Yeah, no. But what can you do? That's the thing. Player skill is so important in War Machine that anything list related, it's important, but it doesn't really matter. I'm going to disagree with you there. Sure, player skill is super important, but at the same time, a decent Nemo 3 player is going to table an experienced Legion player. That is true. <laughs> so, so it's, it's, play, 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 player skill does matter, but certain lists you just need to reach a sort of a base level of player skill, and then the list is going to carry you. Yeah, that's a veil two list as well. If you mm-hmm. can do the assassination run, you can run over a majority of lists and players, mm-hmm. just because that assassination run is so good. 
And it's so easy to set up. It, yeah, no, it's true. It's true to a certain point, absolutely. And that was one of the things that to sort of go back a little bit in the discussion to sort of when you know what the meta is going to look like, yeah. you can prepare for matchups in a completely different way. I mean, you can practice a matchup. And I mean, I guess this holds true for both of us. That I mean, we had played our fair share of Veil games into Doomy One. Rune, Rune, Runes uh, of War. The Runes of War player is super favored in that matchup. But at the same time, since you knew that you were going to play that matchup and you've played it so many times, there, I mean, experience could help you carry you through that game against I actually won. decent players. I actually won that matchup all the times I played it, I think. I think the one person that I never could figure out how to beat when he was piloting P. Doomy was Dennis Corson. Okay, but he yeah. didn't play it in Runes of War. He played yeah, it no, he theme. played a different list. Mm. But that was the one P. Doomy player that I never could beat. God yeah. damn it. No, but, but there, there you could sort of grind your way. Yeah. You could sort of figure out the matchup and knew which sort of the, the place that you had to make and so on. But now with new new SIDs, new theme lists coming all the time, it's like new crap being thrown at you constantly. It's like, what the fudge? How do I prepare for this? Yeah, it takes more intensive practice now, I feel mm. like, to mm. be good. You have to do more games in a shorter amount of time to figure yep. out. because. Yep. And be much more fast on your feet, right? To be able to... Theory machining is a much more important skill, it feels like, in MK3. Being able to build powerful lists and maybe pilot them without too much practice into certain matchups. But just sort of... I don't know what my point is here. I'm I'm, I'm losing myself even. Yeah. Then something... Legion lost our power casters, so we don't have the same... We can't just build the same list, obvious list. So we we have to cycle our casters, I feel like. Because when my opponent has figured out what Veil 2 does, then Mm -hmm. I throw level 3 at them, and then all of a sudden I have a game again. And then I go through all Mm. those casters one Mm. by one, and eventually... Mm. Uh, But that's something that I really like with Legion. I think they did a really good job with the internal balance of the faction. Then I think it can struggle sort of in comparison to other factions, yes. But the internal balance of Legion is really quite good, in my opinion. Sure, there are outliers like Krissa. I give zero fucks about Krissa. But but yeah. uh, apart from that, it's like almost all casters have some interesting aspect to them, which makes me go like, yeah, this is probably relevant uh, and there are very few like as you say power casters or if any i don't think there are any some people would argue fiana like, too but i think they are wrong yeah i feel like absolonia 2 is by far the best brick breaker we have and that's like mm. i don't think veil 1 is as good as abby 2 anymore and i don't think tagrush 2 is in that no, that, no, no, not in that discussion. No, no, the the only thing, I, it, but I think it, it to some extent maybe it's player style. I don't know. Uh, I've never gotten Abby two to really work for me because I, but I think it's because I'm not that explosive of a player. I get the impression that with Abby two, it's about setting up for in. one power turn. Yeah, uh, but I'm more that of a slow true. grinder kind of guy. Uh, which is probably why I like Fiona too better, because then you sort of you try to piece trade favorably with with admonition and sprint on the nerfs, and you sort of you play a slow game. Yeah, I don't know. For me, Abbey two, Veil one, and Tagrish two were the brick breakers of Mark two. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. And I feel like Abbey two gained something, and the other two lost a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> P Vale, she lost a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> Aww. P 
people are whining a lot about Veil vale 1, but she's still decent. Is she? I, I must admit, I haven't put her on the table in MK3. She's not good enough to see play, but people are whining a lot. Yeah, no, but it's also, to some extent, I guess that is due to the fact that, I mean, she was such a power caster in MK2, yeah. right? I, I guess it's it's people that used to play her in Mark 2, because if you have no experience with her in Mark 2, she's like, yeah, that's a decent caster, but that's about it. But I mean, she was so much fun as well to play in yeah. MK2. Probably the most interesting gaming experience, in my opinion, in MK2. Yeah. Extremely powerful, which which of course helped, but but also very interesting to play. But she's not as bad as Seirin and Krissa, which is what people seem to think. Yeah, and that's that probably true. And those casters, and like, she still does her thing, which, yeah, she mm. dies a lot now, though. <laughs> <laughs> which is sad. But now we have Valkyries. Come on. Oh, yeah, Valkyries. No, but uh, I don't know. I find it very difficult to build lists for. I, every now and then I go into War Room and I try to build a, a Veil 1 list. That I, that I, But it doesn't really come together. Maybe it's I miss Typhon too much or... Because you, you can't... I mean, she doesn't really fit into any of the themes. I like the idea of grotesques with her. Banshees, I think, might be really cool with her. But then you have to play her in Ravens and she doesn't like Ravens at all, apart from maybe grotesques. Yeah. I just played her as Hair on My Two Thrones. Yes. Yeah, Thrones must be completely then... bonkers with, with... Oh my god, yeah. Insight and then go. And then that's, yeah. that, that was good enough to win some games. No, I can but see it's... that happening because the thrones are also allowed to move on her feet, right? Are they? Because it's know. a gargantuan colossal thing, right? That you're not allowed to move out yeah, of activation. It yes, it is. That is true. Mm. I can't say I've used her feet. It's not a. <laughs> it's not a thing anymore. <laughs> Push know. deep with those thrones or JoJo thrones. Uh, Kill everything and then you just retreat five solid inches and it's like. And then, stand, <laughs> and then Veil 1 stands there open th in the field and about to die. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much how I see those games going. <laughs> yeah, what can you do? So, yeah, no, I don't know. But you could so, probably build something which is similar to her old theme force, right? Winter Storm or whatever. And then, yeah. So, right, my last list and then I think I'm done here. Are you? Yeah, I think more than two. We're, we're already past two hours. I think it could be good to start to wrap this up. My brain is starting to melt. Uh, so, Tigers 2. Yep. Naga, three Ravagors, Seraph, Typhon. That I like. That I really like. I think. And that's probably. that's Yeah, exactly. That, that's kind of the list that I was considering as well. So, you said, just, just to repeat, so that I, it was three Ravagors, Typhon. Three Ravagors, sort of Typhon. Naga, Seraph. Naga, Seraph. Yep, brilliant. Yep. And then you have six points left over that I just quickly threw in as Shepard and uh, Elish. Because you want the reroll. Yeah, I mean, why not? I don't know. Uh, it's just Elish has removal, he has a boosted bolt, he has. Mm -hmm. I think he's good for five points. Mm -hmm. I've liked mm -hmm. him. Because the, you get three, three free solos, you already have a sorceress on Helion, you have two Forsakens. Yeah. You can to be get like. Would you consider? Yeah, okay. Swamp Gobos or yeah, exactly. That, that's like the go-to, right? <laughs> Isn't it? Or to me at least. Yes, uh, it is. They are probably the apart from the echoes, they are arguably the best scenario piece in the game. <laughs> yes, and that uh, Tagrush can do his thing where he creates a cloud wall. Oh yeah, yeah. How much is a oh. is a pot these days? It's seven points. Yes. 
Yeah, and he's gonna out. Oh, he's gonna outrun the pot anyways. But the pot can run now. What? The pot dudes can run. Ah, yes, but they're not bringing the pot with them because the pot is only making six. <laughs> but that doesn't <laughs> matter when for making all clouds. they're doing is running up three yeah. of them and making a yeah. cloud. Oh, the most ghetto cloud whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like... because he doesn't have any spells that you really want to arc, right? Maybe a scourge. Yes. Like having having that one spell martyr for, for, for the scourge threat is, is potentially relevant. I was thinking a shepherd because you're running hot. but And you yeah. want to be able to heal models before you activate Tagrush sometimes, I think. Mm. But... Yeah, not to, yeah uh, no. you shouldn't it's... underestimate that, of course. No, it's it's. I, I think that might have some gay... So like I, I still think it would be I still think my P thanks list with four Ravagors and double hex hunters would beat the crap out of your list. <laughs> but it does sure. solve different things. Uh, I'm just I'm trying to see what list I would bring Tagrush to with. Mm. Uh, to a tournament. Uh, because... Typhon is Typhon is difficult these days. Now with the points deduction on the Carnivian chassis, I yeah. find it increasingly difficult to defend that point that cost point because it's cost. basically it's basically a fourth Ravagor and a Rake. Yeah. But I mean, he is really, extremely. But, yeah. He's by he's head and shoulders above all our other beasts in terms of damage output and survivability. So I mean, he's a really solid beast. But 24 points is it's way too much for him. Yeah, yeah. But we did the math. Maybe this is. I, I was actually surprised. I don't know if you remember this game, but it was a streamed game with me versus Ulov in the finals in some weighted dice tournament and I think you were watching the stream because you were commenting on my play on the stream when I didn't want a shredder oh right that one you haven't uh, <laughs> read the mark 3 cards no so, exactly it's like okay, let's... I, it, it, it's uh, the, the fact that I don't read cards properly it giveth and it taketh sometimes I cheat with the twins <laughs> and sometimes I shoot myself in the foot when playing tags because I know what I, I think I know what's on the card uh, so but, but, for so, people so, that the... don't know uh, sorry? Uh, Tagr- so for people that don't know, Tagrush rules changed in the mark. He no longer has to take 5 damage to uh, spawn a Shredder. He can take any amount of damage and spawn a sp- Shredder. It's good because stuff. People might not know that I've changed. <laughs> because nobody plays the guy. Uh, no, but so, so what, what Typhon does, which I think is pretty remarkable, which I realized that game, was that with excessive healing and the Draconic Blood is the Ethag's version of the spell, right? Dragon's Blood. Yeah. No, yeah, Dracon, Dragon Strength is, is Ethag and Draconic Blood is Ethag's, right? The armor buff, anyway. The plus two armor buff. Yeah. Then, I mean... A, He's tanky. The Stormwall actually loses versus Typhon. Yep. So, so the Stormwall cannot kill Typhon, but Typhon kills the Stormwall. As long as yep. you have a Naga in the list to get rid of Arcan Shield. So you can actually sort of force the Stormwall to come into to Typhon. And we'll probably leave him on about, I don't remember, some 10-15 boxes or so. I mean, he's not even close to killing the guy. And with excessive healing, you make sure that all your systems are fully operational. And then you just turn around and kill the stupid thing. Yep. That is so, really good. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, that works versus Striker, perhaps. It doesn't whoever, work whoever, versus Hail. <laughs> it doesn't work, I guess, at the end of the day, because these nope. days, Signar players just shoot you off the table and they don't care. Yep, 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 yep. yep. So, anyway, is there mm-hmm. anything else you want to say? No, or... actually, this, this, I think it flowed quite well. 
It's yeah, always, I, think so I, I thought well. it was going to be more difficult because you, you always can tell, right, with Skype podcast that there's this lag phase. It's not really, the, the, the discussion doesn't really flow. But I don't think we spoke over each other that badly. Well, I spoke over you a couple of times, I think. Uh, the way it should be. The way it should be. The way it should be. <laughs> uh, so we'll see what the quality is like. Uh, so... But I think, I mean, in terms of uh, sort of the technical quality, I'm pretty sure that's okay. The content, on the other hand, I mean, that's rubbish. But I mean, it's we're talking about Legion, so... <laughs> we're dancing yeah, in the dumpster went... fire. <laughs> <laughs> I, think it, I think it went surprisingly well. Yeah. I, I'm surprised. So if, surprised. if people want to find more of your IDs and things, do you want them to go to your Twitter or uh, how I are you going to not, keep I'm not very active fans? on social media whatsoever, but yeah, occasionally I do tweet, <laughs> I guess. But I think for, 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 I mean, you are the content producer, Tobia. Oh, yes. I, I I'm just a grumpy old man that dislikes Legion models. <laughs> But we're positive right now. <laughs> now we're positive. Yes, we're in a living in a post P Danny nerf era and a and a post Legion Sid era. Things can only go. Things can only go up from here. Oh yes. Uh, so, but no, what it's, is it's, your it's, what is your Twitter, man? Uh, <laughs> Just get that out of there. So like, I think it's it's go Barigian, right? G O Barigian. Uh, sure. Which is goes to show how. How active I am on Twitter. I don't even have a cool Twitter handle. Damn it. No, otherwise it's, yeah. No, I, I'm, to be perfectly honest, I'm not very active. Not on Pipe Fingers, not on the SID forums. I just uh, the, sit at home and complain. Do, do you read all the Facebook groups? and? I Yeah, I, I try to read the Legion. I, not all of them, but the Legion Facebook group, I, I try to keep an eye on it. So so there, yeah, I'm active in the, in the Legion Facebook group. I want, every now and then I actually also comment on post there but rarely rarely but sure, so, that, that uh, if for some random reason people want to to see my rare ramblings about legion and my games i guess it's the twitter account is where i where i sometimes post stuff go by again at go, go by again yes perfectly uh, and i'm uh, rexim 90 because you know also also known as the scourge of vassal oh yes oh yes <laughs> do you write any battle reports anywhere is that something uh, you do? no i i tried i i actually tried uh, to start to, uh, because i know to 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 sort of follow your example and start to tweet uh, yeah. from tournament so we'll see hopefully i can keep that up i i sort of i tried to start doing that now for 2018 that's gonna i was gonna try to make that like a thing we'll yeah. see if i manage to keep it up that that would be where i tweet some random comments from games and so on about matchups and so on because i feel like that's so much easier than to write down a full battle report that's mm -hmm. what i used to no, i'm i'm super impressed by the by the content of your blog to be perfectly honest i mean that was a role model to all of us but at the end of, i mean what we want to have is of course what was the name of uh, Arla Haran Rickard's blog? Yeah, okay. uh, that was that is like the that is peak uh, battle report blogging. Do you remember the name of that thing? No, I Advent don't. Caliban Adventures, Barney Adventures, something along those lines. Sure. If you're interested in minion tech, that is of course the problem. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> Caliban <laughs> Adventures. So anyway. This has been Dancing in the Dumpsters. Yes. 
My name is Turin Hasson, and, and with I'm me is... Gustav Berggren. And we're out! Yes, excellent. That was an excellent outro. <laughs> Fix it in post, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. then I was thinking we could start with... What do we want to call this? Oh, uh, the name. Because... I actually spent quite some time thinking about the name for this uh, for this hot mess. Uh, oh, yes, I me too. must admit that I came up short. <laughs> okay, uh, I was thinking... Do you have any suggestions? To yes. Because uh, it's a brainstormer. Dancing in the dumpsters was my like <laughs> was yes. my first idea here. Yes, I don't uh, know that, that that fits very well. As long as the list building session is referred to as dumpster diving, or is that uh, that sounds like that... a great name for a dumpster diving segment? <laughs> so and that's what's like that got me thinking about what we want. That you know the envy on the other side and. Dancing in the dumpster. <laughs> I, I thought that was quite fitting. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. There's a Turbo Negro song that comes to mind now. Wait. Turbo Negro. Give me one second. Something. Welcome to the... Dancing uh, on the dumpster is apparently uh, a book. Turbo no Negro. Idea. Welcome to the garbage dump. That's the song I was thinking of. Is that the, the, oh. the intro theme? Yes. That can be the intro <laughs> theme. It's not I'm like... Not a- that's copyrighted I, I, or anything, you know? No, I, I mean, I would assume that Turbo Negro... Do you think we will appear on their radar? If we are, if we do get sued by Turbo Negro, <laughs> it's like, lifetime achievement unlocked. Sure, but still, I would rather use something without an IP. Okay, point taken. But so if, what I'll, if, I'll what if you some... and I were to, to sing? Yes, of course. That's, that's uh, Welcome to perfect. the garbage dump. But yes. we, could, we could, of course, uh, create the intro a bit later. Yes, of course, because that's... Turbo uh... Negro, Welcome to the Garbage Dump. It only has 8,473 views on YouTube. Okay. So, so nobody knows this. Nobody knows this. I was either... I was thinking of, like, humming the... You know, creepy girl song from things. From what? Which one? Say again. Du är fantastisk. Because, like, I think I could do that. Yeah. Really creepily. So, like. Otherwise, it's it's welcome to the garbage dump. It's yeah. a cellar by the sea. Dogs fucking in the sun. You're on the list, but it ain't for free. Which would then tie very nicely into the fact that we're gonna charge people for this crap. <laughs> <laughs> totally gonna charge people for this crap. Well, welcome to the garbage dump. To the toxic merry-go-round. There's something in the air tonight where the poison meets the town. This sounds like the greatest song ever. <laughs> oh yes, it's Turbo Negro. So, but maybe that doesn't fly. Turbo Negro could be considered offensive if you're not familiar with oh, the band, yes. of course. Maybe oh, you yes. don't want anything. You don't, want, don't to want any shout out. Americans going in and ruining things, like you yeah. know, with the coolest yeah. monkey in the jungle shirt. Yeah, yeah. No, let's and, not go there. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, no, but absolutely. We we should totally rip off the intro of of what used to be a Swedish podcast. Oh yes, we this are is... obviously the sort of the the heirs to this quality. I mean, they actually had quality content. 
we don't. So <laughs> <laughs> let's just steal as much as we can and then get it done. Exactly. Or are we actually going to play test these lists on the what's the interface, the online interface Vassal. that I never use? Vassal. Vassal, exactly. I have play tested my lists already. Oh, you have? I was thinking of maybe if you had played any games with the SID or anything at all. I as a, as a rule of thumb, I don't play SID games because the, I always I tried in the beginning. I mean, when, when they first uh, sort of released the, the SID concept, yeah. I tried to play a few games, but the turnover time in, in with rules updates and so on. I mean, it was much too fast. For me. I, I don't have time to sort of keep up with it. So this okay. is all yeah. theory machine. All theory machine. Okay, so the best kind of machine. Yes. So then I feel like 